Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Hey, hey. Happy Friday. Hello, hello. All right. Let's get Carrie. Carrie here. Rocking. All right. Y'all in? <laughs> Maureen is still grading papers, but she's got a thumb up. Let's. This is great. We happy few. What should we do today? Yeah, little Friday hip openers and um, general feel good stuff. Is that the uh, why we're here? Kenji, thank you for making it back after this morning's rocky start. We persevered. We did it. It was the rockiest yoga class that we've done since I don't know, like Cuba. <laughs> it's like there's a connect that's Cuba in the room. Um, was this morning. So guys, if we lose this connection, don't worry, I will be here. Come back. Uh, I don't know what happened. There was a ghost in the machine this morning. We just blew it up too hard with our dancing. So um, I'm going to try to keep it real on the down right now so that we can have a, a chill class. And But I'll be here if you drop out and want to come back. We'll be here. By hook or by crook, we'll be here. Even if it's on my iPhone, we'll be here. Let's start on your back, lying down in Supta Baddha Kanasana. Soles of your feet together. Knees out to the sides. Theme of the day is Curtis Mayfield. Keep on keeping on. Start with your breath in and out through your nose. And on your next exhale, bring your knees together and give them a good hug in. You know, rock side to side. Get one knee in each hand. If the cat will allow you to uh, spin the knees around, Sadie's pretty intent on being part of this yoga class today. Take your left paw to his right shoulder and your right paw to his left shoulder. <laughs> Come back to center. Do the arms out like cactus or wings. Let the knees float across. Just real light belly twisting pose unless you need it to be uh, more amped up. And if you need to amp this class today, you can certainly do that. If you can let it be fairly fluid and light, 
as we move side to side and kind of get carried along by the flow. The open invitation to do that. Make your way back to center and hug your knees in. We're going to cross the right ankle over the left. Press the right leg into the left, the left leg up into the right. So you join the legs and they've got some engagement with each other. You can tuck nose to knees and knees to nose. Keep that engagement of the legs. Draw your abdominals in and walk your way up to seated. Right leg is crossed in front of the left. We'll lift the hips, slide them a little back. Fingertips to the floor in front of you and get a little rock of your rib cage side to side. And some lateral motion for the low back. The uh, psoas muscle as we laterally flex the spine side to side. Just letting those uh, busy fight or flight muscles get a little bit of that rhythmic. Letting go. It's so nice when we take the twist. This just gets the slightly more internal kind of spinal musculature in that same fluid pattern. Just easy, light movement. One more side to side. Then pause at center and just. Go ahead and walk down to where you feel that there's some, some hip opening beginning for you. Let your head drop. If you have something, anything that would be useful to place underneath your head, let your head rest. Let the arms go slack so that you can just bow in and have some breath that enters and leaves. It's really free and light upper body particularly the center of the forehead, the, the brow chakra resting. For those of you that have the, uh, the core ball, I love this for that. Get a little floating feeling. Breath in. Let your mouth open, a breath out. On your inhale, come on up to seated. Bring the knees in. We're going to catch the hamstrings. Drop the chin and round the back so that you feel like cat pose going on in this thing. You might even wrap the arms underneath and get a little bit of the, uh, yeah, go away and leave me alone pose. This is my myself at 14 pose. Who am I kidding? It's like myself yesterday pose. Breath in. Breath out. Unwind. Bring your hands back behind you. 
We're going to do the exact opposite of that. You'll lift your chest up and you feel your shoulder blades slide in toward your spine. Looking straight ahead up so that the neck is in its natural positioning there. And then abdominals in, you're going to go sacrum to the mat then slowly lower spine, rib cage, and knees in and back to a little rock side to side across the sacrum. So we have a hip massage and the movement of the hips from side to side over onto the femur bone. Also a little rock from shoulder blade to shoulder blade so the upper back gets a little massage. Then take the arms away from that and let the knees move side to side. And again, that light belly twisting pose where to the sides of the body extending from rib cage to hip. So you're making a space along the sideline of the body. then back to center and cross the left leg on top and left leg's going to hold right leg down right leg's going to press up into it so you've got the engagement of the legs draw your abdominals in to tuck up nose to knees keep that engagement of the legs keep everything as tightly in as it's going to stay as you rock your way up to seated that's just muscle awareness body awareness keeping yourself tucked in tight with the left leg in front Pop to the front of your sitting bones. So you might need to, to pick them up and take them back. And then fingertips on the floor. And that little rock side to side, the rib cage side to side, where you feel low back movement, this little S-shaped curve of the spine that is truly an unusual action, unless you sit around moving your rib cage uh, much more than I do. into all those interesting diagonals and there's nothing quite deep just interesting then you'll make your way back to a center line pause here elongate another couple of rounds with that extra elongation here just in case in case I got kind of heavy downward. I'm not saying I saw anything like that, but then back to center there and let yourself bow as far down as it takes to get something interesting in the hips or low back, outer thigh. If you do have something to rest your head, rest your head. particularly as you're resting the center of your forehead, can you soften your face, slacken your jaw, your eyes fall gently closed or set softly. Get breath in.
how two more like that. Back to center, up to seated. Again, we'll bring the soles of the feet to the floor and catch the hamstrings this time, sitting up as tall as you can. So the opposite, you're gonna pull the, the hands in and pull spine in. And like you were rowing, pull the arm bones back. Back of your head lifts up and back. You sit tall. Breath in. Breath out. Look to your right leg. Take your right left arm across the right leg. And leg's going to press into arm so that that knee stays right where it is. It's not going to move. Right hand comes back behind. Press the right leg out into the arm. That's the main action you're going to do is the leg pressing out because if we stop doing any action with that. The, the arm is just going to win. It's going to press the leg in. Press the leg out and then look to your side wall. You can look over your back shoulder. Let the right leg drive the twist and breathe. Inhale, undo it, come back to center and hands to your hamstrings and ensure again that your legs are uh, parallel, knees in line with ankles. Look to your left leg, the right arm is going to come across. When the arm comes across, it's just immediately going to try to bully the knee in, but you're going to press the leg out and then twist, left hand back behind you and continue with the left leg pressing out. You can set your gaze to your side wall and set your gaze to your back wall. Keep it eye level. Notice if it's dropping down. Right. Eye level. Side. Okay. You could also look front. Like if it feels better for your neck to look forward, straight ahead, do that. Press both feet down. Use your left leg into the arm. Breathe. Breath in, breath out. On an inhale, unwind it, undo it. Back to center, hands to your shin bones. Lift the spine up and in, lift the back of your head like you're sliding it up the wall behind you. And then hands back behind once more. This time, turn your fingertips toward the back of the mat. Press toward the back of the mat as you lift your spine in. 
breath in, breath all the way out. You can open your mouth, let it out. Cross feet at the ankles, hands in front, come around to down dog. Pause here, set your gaze between your feet. And breath in. Long, slow breath out. And turn your right toes out to the diagonal. Bend your left knee and send the outer right hip up. And press your hands down and forward as you send the hip crease up. And I uh, have to say that we, we do have a name for this now. We have uh, we actually have two in this class. So we have the, uh, the, the runner up, Kenji, your casual dog for sure is, a, is, the, is the runner up in case uh, Zach's diagonal dog doesn't, doesn't actually take. Um, but I like diagonal dog because it, it actually helps to explain the, the action of the leg. Um, but I do totally get this as the uh, <laughs> casual dog. This is like the <sighs> teenage dog. Come back to center, feet parallel, and then left toes to the diagonal. Bend your right knee. Send the left hip crease up at the diagonal, which all of this is making me think, why did I not ever think of this before? Like, like, guys, why didn't this come? Just like, and thank you to those of you that participated in the Name the Dog game. Come on back to center. And take a, both knees bent. Send your hip crease up and back. And then look forward, walk forward into ragdoll. And here, they'll sway side to side, pour the weight from one foot to the other. And release your hands to your mat and walk your feet together. And on your inhale, reach up to stand mountain pose. I'm going to exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway and walk your feet hip distance apart. And step your right foot back into a low lunge. When you inhale, straighten the front leg all the way in. When you exhale, bend the front knee, pull the front heel into the mat, back knee down lightly. Inhale, left arm's going to reach forward and then do a backstroke, reaching for your back wall. Look to the hand. Exhale and come back around. Hand to the mat, step back, down dog. Inhale your right leg up for three-legged dog. Exhale, have a big step into a low lunge. Back knee down. Inhale, same thing, right arm. A little back stroke up and around. Just about shoulder mobility. You can look back. You can look at your sidewall. Then turn back. Hands to the mat. Back knee lifts. Step up, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
and breathe out fold. And breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance. And then step your left leg back. Breathe in, straighten the front leg. Breathe out, bend into it, back knee down. Breathe in, right arm up and around. Breathe out, undo it, step back, down dog. Inhale, left leg up and back. Exhale, look forward, step, back knee down. Breathe in, circle the arm back. And exhale, the hand back to the mat. Step up, top of the mat, inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, fold. And a breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, down dog or low push up. Up dog. And down dog. And look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. And breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, low step. Breathe in, upward facing dog, good. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Bow forward, breathe out. One more round, breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, 
lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. We'll pause, your breath in. Open your mouth and let it out. On an inhale, you take your right leg up for three-legged dog. Exhale, bend the knee, open the hip. Stack right hip on top of left. Now you have a couple options here. We can play with it. Press your right hand down. Send your right knee up. Lengthen through your left side. Really reach there. And then flex the right foot. Press the heel over toward the side wall. Pull your abdominals in. So you can really strong work through the legs. The right, left heel dropping down. The right heel pressing side. Then keep the left leg really strong. Let the right leg do more of a hanging action. See how it feels for you. If it's not good for you, go back to, you'll never go wrong with engaging, engaging, engaging. But if you can press your hands down and then your low back feels really good to kind of take more of a, uh, a passive stretch here with the hips and moving over to the side and left arm reaching really long. Do that, breath in and come back to center. We're gonna lay the, right shin down. Make sure that the uh, right hand's a little in front of your shoulder. Spin the left foot flat. Left arm's going to come up and around into a side bend. Reach long. Breathe here. If you'd like to pick up the right knee, pick up the right knee. If you'd like to then reach back and catch the right foot with your left hand, do that. That can then become compass pose where you let the leg swing forward. Breathe here. Then bring it all back in. We're all coming back into plank to the mat. So however you want to get there, you get there. Come down to the mat. We'll meet in sphinx. Press your feet down. Lift your chest up. Breath in, we're going to squeeze right leg lifts, just as far as your right leg lifts under its own work, and then lay it down. Then left leg lifts, and lay it down. Both legs lift together. See if you can touch the big toes. And then we lay them down, and then we melt the whole body down. Hands underneath your forehead center. You're going to bend your right knee. Roll onto your left side. Tap the floor behind you with the right foot. Come back to center. Resting at center. Head on the hands. Both feet are down. Then bend the left knee. Roll onto your right hip. Tap the floor with the left toes. Back to center. Slide the hands in. Take cobra. Breathe in here. And release down slowly. Press up hands and knees to down dog. Pause. And breathe 
in here. Open your mouth and let it out. Press your hands on, take your left leg up and back. Bend your knee and press your hands down. So that's going to stay no matter what we're doing. Like hands are on the floor, they're pressing the floor. They're never going to go uh, dull. It's gonna, you're going to let the left hand do the majority of the work of that and stretch through the right arm. So the right hand's lighter than the left. Then flex the left foot. Really strongly press the right heel down. Press the left foot over to your side while like you were just pressing your heel into the wall, like going through it. And the right heel's trying to get to the ground or it's on the ground and it's pressing into the ground. And in between that, abdominals are pulling in. So in three-legged dog, right? if, you, if you're doing the pose, this is always a good way to do it. Then for some of us, it will feel nice to go ahead and let the upper leg go a little softer. Don't let the arms go softer. They still reach. The, the left hand has a major support. The right hand reaching down into the floor. And then the hip just providing a little weight. Again, that may or may not be good for your individual body today. Let's see. Breath in. And breath out, come back to center slowly. Bring the left knee down to the floor. Back foot flat. We're going to start with the kneeling side bend. Give the body to adjust, particularly if you were in that uh, kind of more weighted pose that was, was allowing the hips to drop. Give a moment for everything to integrate again. Then, if you like, you lift the left knee. Point it toward your sidewall. Take the right hand back. Catch the foot. Bring the leg out, yeah, compass. Back to center and come into a high plank, all of us together, to the floor and into Sphinx. Get to the sphinx, squeeze your left leg. So it's the glute muscle and the hamstring, and then the whole leg itself is it's all engaged. You're reaching back to the toes. Release that down. And then the right leg, like lengthen the right leg, reach it longer. Lay it down. Breath in, sphinx. Then both legs together, come up. Release them down and release your upper body down. We're going to bend the left knee. Roll onto your right hip. Head stays where it is. You're just going to tap the floor over there with the left foot. Back to center. And right knee bends. Take that over. Tap the floor. This is lazy, wild thing pose. Back to center. <laughs> Middle-aged wild thing. <laughs> Bring your hands underneath your elbows. I'm middle-aged. You're not. You're young. I'm <laughs> pulling your elbows in and really slowly down. Press up to hands and knees and back to down dog. find myself enjoying the lazy version of poses more and more every day. <laughs> Breath in, 
breath out. Then you'll look forward through your hands, walk or hop to seated, come on down to your back for bridge. You know what? Take lazy bridge, put your blocks under your hips. <laughs> you don't have to, but you could, and it's not lazy. I like to joke about that, but it is, it's not a lazy thing to do. It's a nice thing to do, particularly after the more active three-legged dog things that we're doing. Just go ahead and do uh, hips on the block for bridge, and then we will get to a more active bridge, but set yourself up well to enjoy either the restorative bridge, the feet are on the floor, or the legs are extended out, which is a really nice uh, thing that we can't do for ourselves without the block. So it's not just being propped up in a pose you could be doing yourself, but like... Literally, there is not a way to get into this without <laughs> like being in electroshock therapy or something. Um, okay, so the leg stretching out, and you can have the arms to the side so you can have your hands at your center line and breathe. Front side of the body open. Two more breaths. And if you're finding this really pleasant and it's jiving with where you are right now really well, stay. If what you would like to do with this is walk your feet in and follow it to its uh, obvious completion in a bridge or wheel pose, go for it. It will be five more breaths wherever you choose. And slowly make your way down off of the blocks and subdivide Kanasana or constructive rest. If either one of those really speaks to you, go for it. If either of those feels kind of jarring to you, go with the other one for sure. Nice experience here for your nervous system to Be still and change pace from the back bend into just openness. There's really out there openness and then there's quiet openness. We need both.
knowing what each feels like it can help us in those moments when we need to balance ourselves knowing what the good stuff feels like helps us know how to find it again whether it's physically in posture and asana practice or mentally emotionally during the day or physically during the day So often being still is thought of as like going inward. It doesn't necessarily have to be. There's stillness and openness, receptivity. That lets you take in and process. Relate to the experience that you're having. Bring your knees in, give them a good hug. And we'll take feet to the floor, walk them out wide, knees over to your right, like windshield wipers, but you're gonna roll onto your right side, like you're just gonna climb up and roll around into deer pose where your forearms are parallel like Sphinx. Pause there, let it set. Let it set. That is completely from a North Carolina upbringing. Let it set. Go set. Probably should come with the whole like, let it settle in. That would have been a more. We don't want to get too head up. Head up. We don't want to be head up. We want to be set. Be set. Walk your hands out and let your head drop. You can go with the. The arms extended, if that feels good to you, you can also then walk the arms over toward that other corner of your mat. And breathe there. We were told when we were little and we were having tantrums. We would, there's a dining room chair and we were told we could set in till we could act right. We had that. I don't think we ever got any more punishment than that, but you're going to set there till you can act right. It's a very colloquial timeout. Next inhale, unwind, come on down to center, pause, lie still and feel what you feel. Notice the mood and the tone of each side of your body, they're different. We'll take the knees over to the left, roll onto your left shoulder like you're going to roll to get up. And then you're on your forearms for deer. This is one that if you end up with like stomach gurgling kind of sound is not unusual. Um, it's a very uh, complex twist. 
and it doesn't necessarily feel as deep as it actually is. It's not as sharp as some twists can be, but it's real deep. So we have that settling time, that few breaths where we're just in the, the lighter version. It's not light, but I give the body time to set into that and then to settle, <laughs> to settle into that. Walk your hand down. And if walking the arms out long doesn't appeal to you, go back to the swings. If you like, again, to walk over toward far corner, do that. What I find so brilliantly like about like just really about Chris and side bends is that there's all kinds of different diagonals that we can move in and like even in yoga, the same twist over and over, there's, there's so many more layers of twisting that we can get to. It would take like a three-hour class to get all the dimensions in. It's kind of fascinating. Each movement into a twist or side bend, each little extra layer, each of us find something different. Take your time with them. They're unusual. Take your time coming out from this side back onto your back and hug your knees when you get there. Just instead of moving side to side, just a hug in. And then note about all the dimensions of twisting. You don't have to do every single one. You don't need to do every single one. Uh, what's great about it is if there is something that um, is is unpalatable to you, there's usually another twist you could you know, substitute in there that will get you going the same same place you want to go. Breath in, breath out. We're going to keep the right knee in and extend the left leg out. And then extend the right leg up. You can catch behind the hamstring. If you do have a strap nearby and you want to catch it, go for it. But if you have to get up, just just, just cheese it. Like just, just stay. Hold the hamstring, hold the calf, and breathe. We have some quality time here letting the nervous system settle down. Let the spine be grounded and the brain settle in. Yeah, steady, deep breath. You can make this action as intense as you want it to be. We're going to stay just calm through the spinal region, stay calm in the nervous system. Definitely, you can stay calm and work a bit or a lot. Another fascinating part about yoga. And we'll turn the right heel in and the toes out. Just subtle movement changes things. And then let the leg move just slightly across side to the uh, just a few inches over center line and breathe.
And come on back to center with that where we got to. You're going to take your left hand to your left hip. Let the right leg move out to the right. So you hold the outside of the shin or the thigh. It's helpful for, for a lot of us to take the left leg into Supta Baddha Konasana. That's good for you. Do that. It can offset the, it just balances the weight of the right leg going out to the right. And you don't have to try so hard to keep the left side down. But again, if Supta Baddha Konasana is not great for your leg, there's no need for you to, to do that unless it's helpful. Or you want to look like you're doing a flying sidekick while laying on the floor. Yeah. It is important if you enjoy a supine Bruce Lee posture. Bend the right knee, bring it back to center. We'll bring both knees in and just again, hold them to the chest. Doesn't have to be a super big pose, but just quiet at center, with knees drawn in. And then right foot to the mat as you extend the left leg up. Right foot can stay on the mat or you can extend the right leg out. You breathe here and Keeping the central nervous system quiet by rounding sacrum, rib cage, back of the head, the low back of the neck are in their natural positioning. And we're letting the spinal muscles just have some ease and time off. Breathe in and breathe out. Go as, as much as you want to go with this hamstring stretching, like be sensible in your body. It can be deep. And that nervous system response still be real slow and steady. Right? And it's one tool for our toolkit, this uh, ability to ground the spine and the, the places along the spine that do ground to allow those muscles to ease up, which naturally helps our nervous system relax. In turn, the relaxed nervous system helps those muscles relax. But then to have this kind of definite precise awareness in our stretching, in our postures, with the mind something to do so that we're not just trying to lay down while the brain goes 60 miles an hour or your personal speed limit. We give the brain the strong sensation of stretch. I'll let the spinal column be. Turn your heel in, your toes out. The leg just moves slightly across center, but Again, this rotation and diagonal movement, if this is another example of it. It's just different. And you don't have to know how or what exactly makes it that way, but your ability to note it, feel it, have the experience, keeps brain engaged. 
and those muscles along the spine, right? They're the ones that hold us up as we go through the day. They're the ones that also fire first when we get you know, wired, when we get that fight or flight response that stress gives us. Right? They're the, the first ones to, to light up. So like, even if we catch ourselves having that response, those have already had a little, little jolt. giving them time to lie fallow and do nothing for for a few. And you're gonna let the left leg move out to the side. Pull the right leg in, knee out to the side in Subtabadikanasana. If again that's something for you. I think it's part of my laziness plan. If I bring the right leg in and do that, then like I don't have to do all that abdominal work to keep the right side down. <laughs> so, uh, I apologize that your yoga class is turning into uh, this if it's <laughs> your desire to work really hard, please continue to do so. <laughs> Slowly make your way back to center. Fold both knees in. And let the knees move out to the sides toward happy baby. And this whole spinal grounding thing, that's why we keep the hips down, one reason. We keep the sacrum down in happy baby is just to continue this the relaxation of the spine and the sacrum is such a, a potent place of, of nerves that move down into our legs right uh, we don't want to be aggressive with it at all uh, it's it's really strong it can take care of itself we're not going to do it any harm but we don't need it hanging in the air where all the connective tissue is going to work to help hold it up. We're on the ground and then the legs out to the sides, just heavy out to the sides so that we're trying to weight downward, outward to release the muscles around the, the hip joints, the joints for the legs and the hip meet the coxal joint. One more breath here. Let it out through your mouth. Release to Shavasana. If there are finishing poses you would like or anything that's going to make your Shavasana a super Shavasana experience, please do those things. If you can, lay out and let go. For sure, do that. 
That was really nice work, y'all. Enjoy this. Feel ready to come back. Start to wiggle your fingers and your toes. Keep the rest of you relatively still and calm. Note your breath moving through. All the sensations involved there. Notice the tone. The mood. The mood as a representation of what is just past. That's what our moods are, our response to what has just happened. They're changeable. There's something right now that's like your inner lighting, your inner tone. And after spending a while on the floor, it's changed remarkably since you started this. Anything that's good about it, bring it with you. Move slowly so that you just continue to enjoy it as you roll to your right side and make your way up to seated. moment at seated, have a big shoulder shrug, let the weight off the shoulders, the upper back slides down, the heart lifts up. Bring hands together at heart center. Thumbs to forehead center. Thank you all so much for being here this afternoon. Namaste. Well done. So good. Have a great night. And thank you for joining us here.
We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.